Thanks for tuning in to High on Horror. I'm Drew. And I'm John. This episode and every future episode is dedicated to all the horror hounds and smokers out there who want to expand their knowledge of the genre and have a good time. First, we had the 1984 Italian horror film Wild Beasts, where an entire zoo gets high on PCP. And now we have bears doing cocaine. <laughs> We're reviewing Cocaine's Cocaine Bear. <laughs> uh, cocaine Bear came in at number two at the box office this past weekend, making a staggering $23 million for its opening weekend. Ant-Man 3 still held on to first place, but suffered a 69% nice. drop from its opening weekend, making it the worst, the, the worst second week of a Marvel movie in history. Yeah, I haven't seen not one of them Ant-Man movies. <laughs> uh, people seem to like it. I mean, I guess Marvel's always making money. Yeah. Except Ant-Man's second week, worst one. Anyway, we'll be talking spoilers, and we'll do a non-spoiler review first and give those of you who don't want to hear spoilers a warning. Uh, but we hope you make it to the happy end. Today on High on Horror, interviews, reviews, and the latest news all rolled into one. Okay, so the true story behind Cocaine Bear isn't nearly as fascinating as the premise of the film. The film really makes the story fun and a dark comedy. The real-life incident happened in September 1985, and uh, Andrew Thornton, a convicted drug smuggler, was running from the feds with 880 pounds of cocaine with him on a plane. Right. So uh, he decided to lighten his load by throwing some of the coke off of the plane and then keeping the rest on his person when he parachuted out of the plane. And here's where Murphy's Law kicks in. What ended up actually happening was Andrew died from weighing too much. His parachute couldn't support the weight of all of the cocaine plus his body weight. And uh, as far as a bear goes, um, a bear was found dead of an overdose in Georgia's uh, Chattahoochee National Forest. So the bear got into some cocaine and died of an overdose. It uh, was found dead. Not really something you can make a movie out of unless you get Elizabeth Banks to direct a script written by uh, Jimmy Warden who wrote the 2017 successful horror comedy, The Babysitter. Um, yeah, Elizabeth Banks, Banks, for those of you who aren't familiar with her, she's an actor uh, who's had roles in Bright Burn, Zack and Mary Make a Porno, and a lot more. Cocaine Bear makes her third feature-length effort as a director. The Babysitter, was that the one with Jonah Hill? No, 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 no. that's a different one. Okay. Different one. I don't know which... which it was a Netflix movie, so I don't know if you saw uh, it or not. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Elizabeth Banks. She's been funny in the stuff I've seen her. Yeah, she was uh, Wild Style in uh, the Lego movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Zach and Mary make a porno is your shit, so I know you know that you know, oh, you're a fan of that don't movie. Don't say shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Cocaine Bear is also legendary actor Ray Liotta's last film. It's the last film he's credited for on IMDb. Uh, the cast and crew had nothing but good things to say about him. And uh, in doing my research for the film, when I listened to interviews with the cast, I actually laughed out loud. It made me more excited to see this movie because the cast was so comfortable and natural, naturally hilarious. In particular, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., he had a role in 2019's Godzilla King of the Monsters. And doing an interview on Good Morning Today, he wore a Monarch G-Team shirt. A man who's a Godzilla man is okay by me. Yeah, and... Uh Ray, Ray, Ray Liotta, a lot of people around our age might know him from uh, being Tommy Versetti in Grand Theft Auto uh, Vice City. 
Oh, nice. I, I never even thought of that. Yeah, and uh, O'Shea Jackson was only in Godzilla because they wouldn't let him be in a camera movie. <laughs> well, he actually got the role by uh, retweeting that the movie rights were in Elizabeth Banks' hands. He gave the, uh, She gave the role to him immediately when she saw his interests. And uh, a little lesson for those of you out there who don't think that you can get a job from social media. Yeah, but like if you're o- O'Shea Jackson and Ice Cube's son, I'm pretty sure you're like retweet's gonna carry a little more weight <laughs> very true or tweet that's well, true was it a, re- I it guess was a retweet it was a retweet yeah um but i want to say before we get into the movie that the bear was done by what a workshop and uh you can tell even by the trailer that the bear does look great uh even with the budgetary restrictions the movie had um even even on lower budget movies Weta does a good job and uh, Weta does some of the best work on the planet i always have to make uh make note to mention them whenever they're involved in something we're reviewing because i just think that they're incredible they're definitely a team you want on your movie i mean they did the lord of the rings trilogy the hobbit trilogy the avatar films the new dune film district nine and on and on and on they're phenomenal um and uh they're not going to win any awards for this movie the bear could have looked so much worse though District 9, didn't Jason Blum direct it? <laughs> According to our producer, Josh. <laughs> Jason no. Blum, you know, he's interchangeable with other people. Neil Blumkamp is the one who directed that one, Josh. And Chappie. Right. Wait, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yep. yeah. And uh, Elysium. Pretty good director. I didn't see Elysium. Okay. Yeah, you should. Matt Damon. <laughs> uh, that, was a, that was a great movie. I haven't seen that in a while. Fucking Team America. But, uh, all right, today we have some pineapple fields. Yeah, I was just going to say, before we talk about the movie, uh, why don't you uh, talk about the bud we're going to be smoking on. So, yeah, pineapple fields, huh? Yeah, pineapple fields. It's, uh, let me see here, by Dynasty Seeds. Oh, I got a big word for you. It's extremely odiferous. (laughs) Pineapple fields by Dynasty Seeds is an extremely odiferous hybrid cross with a long lineage and even longer lasting effects. Whoever... Whoever wrote this, just even the first sentence, just is real good at just throwing shit there and making it just sound hyping fancy. it up, yeah. By crossing Cali Snapple, that's that's also a hybrid from Snowbud and Pineapple, crossed by pre-2K Cali Mist. This is too much for me. And Miss Universe number 10. Uh, Dynasty Seeds achieves a strain with a sweet terpene profile and energizing, clear-headed attributes. Known to produce a good yield over its 9 to 10 week growth cycle, Pineapple Field exhibits purple leaves and chunky buds despite its sativa dominance. Chunky buds. It, it is pretty chunky when I've when I've grinded it up. And I also thought it was a little weird that it's Pineapple Fields, but it definitely has purple leaves to it. Uh, well, purple hairs. Uh, enjoy Pineapple Fields throughout the day to elevate mood, curb depression, and stimulate motivation. Get you feeling giggly, uplifted, and energetic. But uh, it's back. Dry mouth, <laughs> anxious, and paranoid. Flavors are pineapple, tropical, and sweet. Well, for the dry mouth, good thing that we got these uh, new Mountain Dew Pitch Blacks to drink. I mean, they're fucking delicious. They ought to pay us a million bucks like right? they did WWE to yeah, do something Rhodes. for I'll me and you. Cody Rhodes. It is amazing. Listen, John and I will do a black. We'll do a UV light wrestling match for a million bucks while drinking some Mountain Dew. I'll fight. I'll fight the. Is he just back to Bray Wyatt? I'm watching, and I don't even know. Yeah, it's Bray Wyatt. I'll, yeah, you, you and me against Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy <laughs> in a pitch black match. Anyway, all right, let's get on with the plot of Cocaine Bear. 
All right, Cocaine Bear is a true crime horror comedy film based on the 1985 incident that Drew talked about involving drug smuggler Andrew C. Thornton II, who dropped a shipment of cocaine from his plane while attempting to parachute out with a drug-filled duffel bag. The story follows various characters whose lives intersect with the missing cocaine and a black bear who accidentally ingests some of it. But in this case, you know what, it's more kind of a what-if yeah. Like, like, like one of those Marvel what ifs. Yeah, totally. What if the bear didn't die from the cocaine overdose? But and yeah. actually enjoys it and like wants more of <laughs> yeah. it, like fiends for it. He becomes Rick James. <laughs> uh, local detective Bob, who identifies Thornton's body in Knoxville, Tennessee, suspects that the cocaine is from St. Louis drug kingpin Sid, kingpin Sid White, played by you know Ray Ray Liotta, as you Ray said. Ray fucking Liotta. Yeah, fucking. Also, I want to say there's a reference. This is, it's later in the film, but it's not a spoiler in any way. The one person's named Henry and has an interaction with Ray Liotta. I'm like, was this on purpose? Is this supposed to be like a nod to Henry Hill? I'm yeah, probably looking uh, way fellas, too yeah. much into it. Maybe. Anyway, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, 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 in the Chattahoochee Okanee National Forest, the cocaine-eating bear becomes highly aggressive and attacks two hikers, killing one of them. One of them was uh, Thorman from, uh, or Torben from uh, Game of Thrones. Yep. It was funny kind of seeing him as a nerd. As uh, as uh, Drew said, he looked like a uh, ginger Josh Hensley. But Our I mean, producer if, totally looked just if, like if, him. If Josh was swole. <laughs> uh, He'll get there with all them uh, jiu-jitsu lessons, yeah. you know. Uh, Dee Dee, a middle schooler from Northeast Georgia, skips school with her friend Henry to spray paint the falls, which she was supposed to do with her mother. And while they find, while they're there, they find a lost brick of the cocaine. And I don't know of too many other movies that show kids doing cocaine. Even if it is orally, orally yeah, and not nasally, and you know. When he was, the one kid's trying to act like he does coke all the time. <laughs> he's like he's like seven years old. Yeah, and then like uh, he's like, oh well, usually because it's in like a, it's like in a brown like paper, but like a brick. Yeah, and he's like, oh, usually when I see it, it's a powder. <laughs> she said, "How much do you take?" And he's like, "Yeah, about a tablespoon." <laughs> they just cut that thing open. She puts it like on the knife and then eats it, and then she spits it up. And he goes, "Oh, first time." So then she has him do it, and he spits it out. He pulls out some bullshit. Oh, this isn't what mine normally tastes yeah. like. <laughs> he tried to act like the shit that he tried before was different. Oh, uh, that was good. But yeah, you're you're right. I don't know too many movies that have showed kids uh, trying cocaine. So that's uh. And also in a a funny way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, then after that, they're attacked by the bear. Uh, Dee Dee's mom, Sari, uh, ventures into the forest and with the park ranger, Liz, and her crush, Peter, to find the kids, which that whole thing was hilarious. (laughs) I agree. Uh, anyway, uh, they venture there to try to find the kids. The bear attacks, killing Peter and injuring Liz. Uh, Sari and Henry flee deeper into the forest while Liz sends for help. Yeah, but I think she's just hobbling back with the fucking like scratched like, oh, like leg ass, ass right? Cheek. Yeah. Her she's ass the, she's just the mauled. only one with the gun and she's the one running. She's like, <laughs> I'm gonna get help. Uh Sid Oh no no. Okay, yeah. Sid sends his fixer David and his depressed son Eddie to recover the remaining cocaine. They arrive in Georgia along with Bob who leaves his dog with Officer Reba. 
which I will. This was one minor complaint. Maybe okay. it's just me. It's set in the 80s, and I just felt like she stood out because her hair doesn't look like something you would see I mean, from the she 80s. She definitely looked modern now that you mentioned yeah. that. Yeah. That I was the only that. thing that when I first saw it, I'm like, this just kind of like stands out. I get that. I get that. Uh, yeah, after uh, several skirmishes, the bear ultimately kills several characters, including Liz, both paramedics, and Sid himself. Um, I think, yeah, I think maybe here might be a good place to break for spoilers. Um, yeah, there was a few spoilers in there, but yeah. you, you can just take it on the chin. It's hard to not. It's it's hard to uh, just just break just watch. Stuff up. I mean, yeah, so. you know, most people are dying, so suit me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, this cocaine bear, I said this I don't know how many times to you, is such a stupid movie. <laughs> That's what made me laugh, as you kept saying. I kept it, saying that shit was fun, and you said it's stupid. I said that I don't know how many times. However, I laughed the entire time watching it. Yeah. And it was nice seeing Ray Liotta one last time on the silver screen, R.I.P. Ray Ray. <laughs> but uh, I don't think it's an iconic final role for him. Uh, but he could have he could have went out with a lot worse. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Elizabeth Banks much better job with this movie, so she won't have to start blaming people for its failure. So, <laughs> so good job there, Granny Panties. Um, there's, I mean, I don't really think you need an in depth analysis of this movie. I feel like you know what you're going into, and if you know what you're going into, it's a fine movie. Uh, 7.3 7.4 out of 10 okay i okay. mean since you got bears on cocaine what <laughs> else are you going to expect and i think that's actually some a strong point from elizabeth banks in this is that she didn't try to do too much like this movie is exactly what i expected right and i went in um i compared i, I always talk about a movie like I liked a while ago, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I brought it up. Yeah, last show. time you did. Yeah. yeah. It's just, if you know what you're going to, getting into, it's a fine movie. I agree, you know. And uh, like I mentioned with uh, Weta earlier. Um, it's not It's not fucking like uh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah. It, it's like like I said, like like when I mentioned Weta earlier, this movie's not going to win any awards or be nominated for any. Razzies, I bet. But goddamn, it is a fun movie. I uh, Like you said, I smiled and laughed from beginning to end. The dialogue from every character was humorous. I was laughing like every few seconds, honestly. And uh, I even laughed out loud several times, which never happens to me in the theater. Um I thought the pace of the movie was excellent because it just kept moving. It was just very fast paced. They even got up to take a piss for one second. And, uh, like, I came back and, like, I couldn't even sit down yet because I had to stand there because, like, the, 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 there was a scene going on where it was just, like, nonstop. So it keeps moving along with great scenes and action, suspense, and gore with that twist of humor. And uh, usually I dread watching animal attacks, like in Cujo. When that dog is raging, it's hard for me to watch the attacks. But with this movie... I looked forward to them due to like the dark comedy tone that the film had. And uh, Elizabeth Banks and Jimmy Warden did a great job of not letting the movie take itself too seriously, like what you were just saying. It maintained realism with surrealism. Um, but I thought that, uh, yeah, I thought Cocaine Bear was a thrilling ride. And it's easily a comfort movie that I could see myself watching a ridiculous amount of times. Like, probably, like, nobody should watch it the amount of times that I probably will. I'm a fan. It's a fun movie. It's entertaining from beginning to end. It's a good fucking time. 
I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10 just for entertainment value alone, just for the fun of it. As a movie, it's not an 8.5. Okay. I'm judging it on my enjoyment. I was, was going to get you to clarify that. On my <laughs> judgment. It's not. There's, it's I not. Didn't think no. so. I, I agree with you. I think even giving it a 7 would be fair. But in, in regards to like how goofy it is and how much it makes me laugh, it's like when you like that stupid comedy, like uh, like a movie like Joe Dirt, and it's just so awful, but like you love it, you know. So eight point five for entertainment value alone. Um, if you're like me, like John was actually just kind of explaining, if you thought you know Cocaine Bear, I gotta see that shit, then you'll enjoy it. But if you go in with the attitude, you know, thinking that it's stupid, then that's what you're going to think about it once you see it. It's called fucking Cocaine Bear. You know, uh, it's called Cocaine Bear, people. You know what you're getting into. Don't complain. Um, and here's a new one, John. Uh, now, The Asylum, the studio that's responsible for, like, straight-to-video, low-budget mockbusters, so to speak, is hinting at doing a movie, uh, Attack of the Meth Gator. <laughs> I'm all in. Gators are my favorite animal, so I'd love to see one on a meth mm. rampage. What do you think? <laughs> the question is, we, we've we seen meth addicts. They lose their teeth. Is that going to yeah. happen to the gator? <laughs> I don't know, man. He's just going to keep getting on meth, and then eventually he's got no teeth, so then who's he going to kill? I don't know. I so just Eventually, I, it'll run its course. <laughs> it's going to be gumming people. I but, feel uh, like I should be an advisor on this movie. I, uh, I feel like it's going to be a fun movie to get high to if it happens, for sure. Yeah, uh, I will say there were times I felt like we went too long without seeing the bear. Yeah, but then when you did see him, it was yeah. like a nice burst of adrenaline. But uh, yeah, before we do the spoilers, uh, I want to wrap. I want to wrap up this segment here with uh, this quote that Elizabeth Banks said that I think was great. Uh, she said, "The hubris of humanity is what kills the humans in this movie. The big idea here is we think we can control nature." But we keep pumping all of this crap into it, and then we expect nature not to fight back. We crazy. We're going to lose every time. Nature's going to win every time. We've got to get this under control. End quote. And uh, that sums it up perfectly. Okay, I wasn't ready for a fucking political statement from Cocaine Bear, but... Okay. I guess uh, we'll get the spoilers now, so uh, if you don't want to listen, just go get yourself some Campbell's Chunky. The Campbell's Chunky Beef Horse. Now we're more beef. All right. Well, we'll get back in here. Uh, first, though, I mentioned Campbell's Chunky. Do you have, do you have a favorite Campbell's like soup? You clam have? chowder. Clam chowder. Clam That's chowder. a good one. Yeah, New England clam chowder. And uh, what was the other one? It was good, like the sirloin steak. Yeah. Yeah, those were good ones. I ain't had I ain't had chunkies in a while. No, me neither. Hopefully those of you that went out and actually got some during that commercial break or a brief break, whatever you want to call it, uh enjoyed your soup. But yeah. I don't know if anyone actually yeah. got any soup. If you enjoyed your soup, welcome back. If not Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh so uh sorry and Henry find Dee Dee in the Bears Cave. And after a uh, final confrontation with Sid, they jump into the water below to safety. I gotta say I know they there was two levels on that waterfall, and they yeah. went down to the lower one, but they still made it look like that was a hell of a jump. And I'm like, I'm like, damn, how are they going to live? Then you watch them jump, and I'm like, oh, like it was high up, but like not that not, bad, nothing yeah. life threatening. Yeah. Like it looked like you know people jumping off of like rocks and like lakes and stuff. Like yeah, man, totally. Like the kids in it in the in the 2017 movie. I thought the shit that they jumped off of the rock the rock quarry that they jumped into. I was like, that shit was too deep. I was like, that yeah. should kill a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So I it's know like exactly what you mean. Half of that. Yeah. Yeah, like, but the angles they were showing before made it look like it was like a 50, 60 foot drop. <laughs> you look over, you're like, oh, that's probably like. 
25 feet. Yeah, man, it'd be cool to have children there, though, if you didn't have a cocaine bear yeah, coming at you. Yeah, you'd have a cocaine bear fucking light a blunt. Smoke a bomb pack, chill, watch the water. That's like a real bat cave. Yeah, right? I still, one day, I want a real one. And I've told Nicole, I don't mean like, oh, like I got a bat cave in my house. Like, I want a legit cave, like from the Nolan ones where yeah. there's bats chilling. Yeah. Yo, I'd be down there just fucking chiefing blunts. Yeah, so you have high ass bats all the and time. And then with his computers, man, I'd be running Steam, playing games. I have another one. Working on the podcast. Yeah, man. Like, I want, I want literally that bat cave. Those, ba- those bats would be stoned as fuck. Yeah, well, I'm getting off on a tangent here i'm gonna jump back to cocaine bear something serious uh uh yeah so like they jumped into the water and then that bear was fucking ray liotta oh oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah ray liotta didn't stand a chance he made sure. he made sausage out of him yeah it was uh i thought it was kind of like i don't know if it was intentional but uh it, it, it reminded me of that uh dawn of the dead scene in the original where Rhodes gets ripped in half the way yeah. that the cubs and like the, the uh, bat bear were like all digging into his guts you know but, uh, all up in them guts. All up in them guts. And, uh, yeah, we ended up with two mid credit scenes, which I was surprised. They were funny, yeah. They were pretty funny. Uh, no, there wasn't, like, no, uh, game-changing shit. If you missed them, you can catch them when it comes out the video. But yeah, it was just... They are funny. Show, showed the dude, uh, was it Stash? Yeah. Uh, hitchhiking to New York with a duffel bag of cocaine. And uh, Eddie realizing that Bob's dog consumed David's disconnected fingers. <laughs> Dude, that part was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. <laughs> when, he, when he got his fucking uh, finger shot off. And dude's like, how did that happen? They're not even next to each other. <laughs> yeah, it was his middle finger and his pinky, right? <laughs> or was it yeah. his index finger and his ring finger? Yeah, it was finger. one of them. Yeah. Well, there, there was a space. Either way, it was a space. <laughs> Like, hey, you got two fingers back or something? <laughs> Hitting the shocker? <laughs> no, that's still, I don't, yeah. There don't was go just, track again. But that was the thing is like the movie just, uh, it knew how ridiculous it was and it steered into it. Yeah. Like, like with stuff like that. And then there was just like ridiculous comedy moments. That fucking dog though made everybody laugh. I know. When the dog ran walked right over to the car. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. I loved it when the bear uh, uh, killed the uh, killed the guy in the tree. I can't remember his name now, uh, but uh, killed the guy in the tree and then just like snorted coke off his uh, severed leg, like just did a line right off his leg. Oh yeah, and let's talk about the bear coming back to life <laughs> yes yeah the mama bear gets killed by ray Liotta, right or supposedly killed well, yeah just laying there on a rock all fucked up her baby's just up there getting and then, kicked uh, around by ray Liotta. And then a fucking brick of coke gets busted open and just goes into the nose of the bear you see the powder just dwindling down like the feather and for is gone but you just see the powder just, just go right going into down. the nose and then the bear's back again the eye shoots open <laughs> Climbs up the mountain. Yeah, that was fucking great. But uh, uh, when they open with the Wikipedia thing, I, that's what I I have <laughs> heard that about like black bears is like they're the of if there's any bear that you're going to survive an attack from, you're most likely to live from a black bear attack. Unless it's on cocaine. Unless it's on cocaine, as we've learned. Yeah, uh, all around. Now though. imagine if it was marijuana, the bear would have just been chilling. But just he'd have been hungry as fuck though. But <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have been raging and angry. Um, 
Yeah, and man, the babies but, uh, seemed like they were on coke too. They were adorable. Yeah, they were. They were all covered in it and shit. <laughs> they were adorable. They're little coke babies, but they were cute. <laughs> That's the cutest coke babies you've ever seen. <laughs> but uh, no, for real though. Uh, right, yeah, this uh, this is a winner. I'll be buying it when it comes out. I'm probably. Uh, I don't think there's going to be no lucrative edition of it coming out. I don't expect the steel book or anything fancy, but it's worth owning. It's worth the rewatch for sure. Um, if you're thinking about watching it, we, John and I definitely recommend that you go check it out. Uh, let's uh, get Ant-Man out of that not, top spot. It's not a physical release pickup for me. But you'll own it digitally. You'll, yeah, I'll you'll, probably own it digitally. I'll probably yeah. end up owning it because you'll buy it and it'll come with a digital code. <laughs> I'll give you my digital code, right? Yeah, we do that. Yeah. yeah, which now that I've started buying physical, now I have extra digital codes. I should just sell them shits. They sell, man. They or do. Maybe we raffle them off. Yeah. Give them away for the podcast. Who knows? You send us each $200 and you get a chance to win <laughs> two whole voodoo codes. Absolutely terrible idea. It's terrible, but if you do want to send us that money, we will take it. <laughs> first one to send us 200 kids birth <laughs> oh we're fucking rambling yes. you're rambling motherfucker wow put it all put it all on me no okay. no i'm enjoying the rambling though but uh yeah 7.3 for me yeah i'm still gonna rock my 8.5 i loved it all right i think that'll about wrap it up for this week so thanks to all the horror hounds and smokers out there for tuning in yeah anything you want to add before i Full, full into the wrap up here. No, just make sure that uh, we you announce uh, next week's. Uh, yeah, episode. yeah, I was gonna tell Okay, it, okay, yeah. I got it, I got it. All right, you know, I know this, week, this pineapple you know, feels probably. got you tripping. You know, but wait, no, Jesus. <laughs> all right, see, all right, oh you my do need God. my help. Okay, I'm too high. Damn you can it. Do this. See, I got too cocky, talk shit, and then I fucked up. That's what happens. Next week, we're gonna be back with uh interview with director Mercedes Morgan and we're going to be talking about the movie she just directed that'll be on Shudder Spoonful of Sugar Spoonful of Sugar that movie uh, all I'll say as I told you when I was watching it it made me feel uncomfortable but yeah. then un- not uncomfortable like I need to stop watching it's just this doesn't feel right yeah you're going <laughs> to want to you listeners uh, you devoted listeners are definitely going to want to tune in next week that's all I'll say so uh, make sure to follow us online at High on Horror 420 on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. Send us some PPA questions, High on Horror 420 at gmail.com. Check out our website, highonhorror.com. Check out some reviews on there as well. And uh, I guess I'll about wrap her up. Catch you later. Bye, everybody.